0: What an NCAA's. Was well, that the best NCA cross country meet ever? That's what Jonathan Galt threw out there. Up next is our Supporters Club podcast. Yes, Supporters Club only. And if you want to listen to the whole thing, you got to be a Supporters Club member. I'm going to let everyone listen to the first 10 minutes. But if you want to hear Parker Valby versus Caitlin Tui, you got to be a Supporters Club member. But if you've ever thought of joining, now is the time. It's near midnight here. I can't find the code. I wanted to give you guys the code for maybe free to the end of the year. Nope. I'm giving you 50% off. Use code GOAT50. Save 50% for one year. Sign up for a year for sure because you get a free t-shirt if you do that. Now's your chance. I'm in that Black Friday mood. You better take advantage while you can. If not, we'll have the regular podcast on Tuesday. Here it is.
1: she got in And somehow,
0: she found the acceleration. For the 2022 Cross Country championship. she's got the low stick. Will her team follow? Valby's going to come through.
2: It's Charlie Hicks. That has to be the one to beat, and he looks good right now.
0: Nico Young's going hard, though. Charlie Hicks, Nerd Nation, first across the line. Now where his teammates oh. come, NAU.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Gold, Robert Johnson here with me in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Weldon Johnson back home in Connecticut. We just witnessed what, in my opinion, was the greatest of the Cross Country Championships ever. Absolute insanity. Men's race, NAU and Oklahoma State tied with 83 points. NAU wins on the tiebreaker. Third straight national title, six and seven years. The dynasty rolls on in flags Charles Hicks takes the individual title of Nau's Nico Young, first Stanford man ever to win this race. On the women's side, the Caitlin Tooley versus Parker Valby showdown lived up to the hype. Caitlin Tooley, despite being gap by 13 seconds at one point in this race, fights back, passes Valby late, gets the victory. The greatest U.S. high school cross country runner ever is now an NCAA cross champion. On the team side, NC State became the first school to repeat as NCAA women's champions since Villanova in 2010, taking down New Mexico. Robert, am I wrong? Was that the greatest NCAA cross-country championships we've ever seen?
2: It was just great rage after great race. Like, last night in in our Airbnb here in Stillwater, John and I started thinking about meeting. like, you know, Parker, Valby versus Troy, what are the odds they actually both go 1-2? And we were thinking maybe a little bit below 50. Like one of them might run the other one in the ground. It might go too hard. No, they both went one, two. It went exactly how we thought. Bobby got the early lead. Two, we ran her down. But it was amazing. It was fun to watch. And then NC State just to see those women get the job done. It's hard to do it as the favorite, and they did it. Chris crushed it out of the park. And then like, what are we going to get on the women on, on the men's side? And that men's team battle was so much fun to watch just sort of percolate as it was going on. And it was crazy being there in person because I even told this to Mike Smith, the NAU coach. I said, I wanted a new winner. I'm tired of NAU winning every year. And I'm watching my, my online scores, like, you know, well, well, about the finish line,
1: they have this big scoreboard at the finish line and it updates with every split, every one case split. So they get the finish line splits and the first team that pops up is Oklahoma State. And everyone starts celebrating. But I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. They do it, whoever has the first fifth man across the finish line obviously, automatically gets the first score up on board. So it was Oklahoma State, and then they had 83. And then NAU pops up, and they're at 82. And everyone's like, oh, man, I can't believe it. And then it changes again. It says Oklahoma State 78. NAU 111 or something like that. People were like, what's going on? How did this happen? Some are freaking out. And then one more time, it updates. 83-83, NAU and Oklahoma State tied. NAU wins the tiebreaker because they had the better head-to-head result at number one, number two, and number four. And the crazy thing here is, though, Oklahoma State had the better sixth runner. And I seem to recall on the podcast a week or two ago, we were talking about press country tiebreakers. I said, you know what we need is a tie in NCAAs when this thing comes into effect. And then we everyone agrees six-man is a better tiebreaker than head-to-head matchups. Because if it's six-man, Oklahoma State wins, head-to-head, NAU wins. The rule is head-to-head, NAU is your champion.
2: It's crazy it came down the tiebreak, guys, because we have been talking about it this season. I don't know why. Why would we talk about the tiebreak? There, there was a tie early on, right, between NC State and New Mexico, and that sort of got it into conversation, but I'm like, oh, whatever. I think we all cited it should be the sixth man. And I'm sure Dave Smith and Oklahoma State totally agree now. But it's interesting to hear that you guys also, the scores were changing. I guess we got the same scoring system. Cause I wasn't sure if you guys were seeing the same one we were seeing on TV. And I, I just kind of, even once it was tied, for some reason, I thought they were going to go through the camera and it would change again. And it didn't uh, like I just thought there would be another adjustment. for some reason, I thought another adjustment would help
0: Oklahoma State. I don't know why.
2: Well, I was watching it. And I was, again, I wanted someone besides in either way. I was just kind of looking at the scores of 5K, 6K. I don't think BYU is going to get there. And then all of a sudden, I noticed. I mean, Oklahoma State, which at 3K was, they were way back. I mean, well, they were fifth, 246 points. 5K, they move up to fourth. But all of a sudden, you 8K. They've got a points. Could they possibly? Dave Smith said, "I think we scored 120." I think that was the women's team, actually. Sorry, oh, okay. And he told me afterwards, Dave Smith, Oklahoma State coach, he said, "I thought if we scored on 100, we would win." But and then at, at 8.9k, they were in the lead. 96, 92 Oklahoma State, 96 Northern Arizona. So when they got finished, I'm like looking for bodies. And when they threw up at 83, I'm like, "Okay, hey, they've won because they." have been lowering your score drastically over the last few kilometers, whereas the other schools have not. And I've got this graphic here to, to show you that. But what happened was, in hindsight, was, I mean, they need to build a statue of this guy in Flagstaff. Brody Hasey is the hero of the day for NAU. Look at these stats here. And the last, this is NAU for in Oklahoma State, 8.9K versus 10K. Um, Drew Bosley lost the place. Nico Young moves the place. So the top two, they're 2 3. They're finished 2 3. It's the same. Santiago Prosser, NAU's number three, moves at three spots. But Brody Casey went from 35th place at 9K to 25th place at 10K. Now, that's just absolutely amazing. This guy's delivered so many national Like If he wasn't on this team, he was like a star, pretty close to a star in high school, but hasn't had the individual stardom in college. But he's won so many team titles for them. And look at, look, look at, In Oklahoma State, Isaiah Rodriguez moves up one spot. Faye Masada moves up four spots. Victor Shishama moves up six spots. So they gained 11 spots there. Now, Roy Leonard moved back from 30th to 32nd, and they ended up losing on the tiebreaker. I think there was two different Oklahoma State guys. I mean, anybody moves up one spot, they win. So
1: if anyone moves up one spot, they win. But in particular, if you look at the finishing times, Isaiah Rodriguez... Was point, oh, point sorry, he's 0.2 of a second behind Casey Clear of BYU. If he passes him at the finish line, OSU wins. Scroll back down a little further in the results bit to Shitsama, 29, 29.0. He was point 0.2 of a second behind Damon Thompson of BYU. If he passes him, OSU wins. So it's fine, margins. I mean, everyone on both teams had a role to play, and there were heroes across the board here. Shitsama. 1k into the race, he was 223rd. I don't know if this guy fell. Did Dave Smith say anything about this, Robin? He moved up from 223rd to 31st at halfway. He was 76. He's passing everyone the entire way. Did he mention anything
2: about what happened? No, he said that I don't know. He was really proud of his team, but he was really he wanted to win. I mean, he's like, Well, next year, well, we lose Isaiah. Well, you saw Rodriguez, we can be better next year. I mean there was no world victories. I mean, he was proud of the team. No, yeah. Don't get me wrong, but he won that extra point. And, you know, they went to the tape and they looked to make sure everybody. Who- yeah. Well, here are the other guys who had huge days in this race. On Oklahoma State, Fouad Masoudi,
1: this was his second NCAA cross-country race. Not his second NCAAs, his second collegiate cross-country race. He's from Morocco. He's run 1346. Dave Smith thought of him as a mid-D guy. He's like, man, he needs to step up. He was twelve. In the country, so he ran amazing. He would have been the hero, him and Shit if they had won. Instead, it's Northern Arizona, it's Brody Hasty, and it's also Santiago Presser. Now, this guy was thirty third at the 90K Invitational. He was thirty nine at the Cowboy Derby.
0: John, you're breaking up a bit, but Santiago Gomez Presser. I think you're saying he yeah, had the race of his life and I agree. It's from Alaska. Sub 9 for 3200 in high school which is very good from Alaska. But as a collegian he's really done nothing of note. And this was his first NCAs. and to step up like that big, big run.
2: When I was talking to him he's like I didn't want to have the guys celebrating on television and tell them that they didn't win. So you know everyone was sort of Afraid not to, but what a race, what
1: a race. We'll be talking about this one for 20 years. That was amazing.
0: If you want the rest of this NCA Preview Podcast, you got to be a Supporters Club member. Supporters Club members get a second podcast every week. Huge savings in running shoes, all the Let's Run content, free t-shirt if you send them for year. It's one of the softest t-shirts. People love this thing. Anyway, check it out now, and this is your chance. You can save 50% for the first year if you use code GOAT50. GOAT50, G-O-A-T-50.